I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Look at you, Razorback fan. Got a little twinkle in your eye, grinning ear to ear. I don't blame you. It's a good time to be a hog. If you look at Arkansas's three major sports, they're either ranked in the top ten nationally currently or they're preseason top ten. And I've seen that a lot in football. Obviously, basketball, number one on just about everybody's preseason list. Yes, it is a good time to be a Razorback. We're going to be uh, talking to Danny West today. He's going to talk just a little bit about some of the stuff that went on in Razorback recruiting. We're also going to talk about that in, in, in length. We didn't get to your questions last time, so we're going to make sure to do that as well. And Keith Grayson also joining us to talk a little bit about some things going on with 4th and 25 Fund and, and some other things. Um, yeah, let's do it. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. And before we get started, of course, I want to remind you, there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always tune in on Facebook Live. If you haven't followed the page, be sure to do so. Share the content with somebody else if you think they might like it. Give us a thumbs up there. Also, on YouTube, we'll take a like from you on that channel. Hit the notifications bell after you subscribe so you're alerted anytime we upload new videos. Also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you think of five favorite podcasts. Give us that five-star review if you haven't done so already on Apple Podcasts. Say something nice about the show. Let others know what to think. Hogsports.com is just $1 right now for your first month. H-A-W-G-Sports.com, $1 for your first month. And if you like what you get with Hogsports after that one-month trial, we'll put you on the regular price, and we'll give you Paramount Plus for free for as long as you're subscribed. Paramount Plus for free. Got some great shows on Paramount Plus. If you haven't been checking out Halo, Picard, uh, Star Trek Discovery, Yellowstone 1883, and plus it's like, it's Comedy Central, it's BET, it's Smithsonian, it's, you know, all of those channels, all the Paramount movies. It's a, it's a really great service and really starting to become one of the streaming services that you kind of have to have right there with like Netflix and HBO, you know, if you're, if you're a person that likes watching shows and stuff like I do. All right, we're going to get into some stuff here. And again, we didn't get to your questions last time, so we're going to do that. But I thought Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports, who's not joining us today. But Curtis uh, did a great job covering Razorback basketball throughout the postseason and, of course, the regular season as well. But he was everywhere Arkansas was this postseason. But how Elite Eight losses have shaped the new approach for Arkansas. If you notice, Arkansas has made a really big effort to get bigger this uh, this offseason. And I thought last year – I thought last year after they lost to Baylor, and I remember thinking, man, Baylor's so quick. And I felt like they tried to, to get quicker, brought in a guy like Chris Likes, for example. I thought that was kind of the big focus. And then this year, you know, you play Duke, and they're like bigger than you. And now he's going out and getting a lot bigger guys. It's a really good article by Curtis. You can go to HAWG Sports. It's a, it's a free one. It's a free article. It's just a lot of it's from, um, you know, some of the stuff that Musselman talked about with Pat Bradley on the, the 40 Minutes of Hell uh, podcast with Pat. Uh, but it's a it's a good it's a good read. Arkansas basketball has a number one ranked portal class. You got West Virginia at ten, Iowa State, Ohio State, Florida State, Nebraska, all tied at six. Alabama, Texas Tech, LSU, Alabama, Texas Tech tied at four. LSU is three. LSU has to be three. The whole team is gone. 
Arizona State at two, and Arkansas at number one. The latest addition is Jalen Graham out of Arizona State. This is a nice-looking guy. I mean, he's 6'9", 220, and he can do just about everything. I mean, like, I've, I've watched a lot of video of his. In fact, I did a, a breakdown on my opinion on Jalen Graham and, and the impact that he could have. Um, this guy, first of all, he can score in a variety of ways. He's got a, a pretty nice offensive arsenal, whether it's uh, a floater or, you know, he can finish above the rim. Uh, he's a great passer, too. Uh, just watching his – like somebody posted the Oregon game, and I think he had 18 points in that one. He was an all-pack 12 player, by the way. Um, there are three passes that are just, I mean, very impressive. No look, behind the back. I can't even remember what the other one was. But this guy can pass the ball. And then I think about him on the floor with Nick Smith and Anthony Black, who are also great passers. Um, really intriguing what they could do with that guy. Whether he – is lining up next to Jalen Williams, who's testing the NBA waters, hasn't hired an agent. Whether he's lining up next to Jalen or in place of Jalen, this guy, to me, is a starter for them next year. Now, I've heard some things like, you know, maybe his motor could be a little bit higher, uh, you know, maybe butted heads a little bit with, with Arizona State coaches, and I don't know. I can't understand from looking at that, when I look at the roster that they have, how they were 14 and 17, something like that. And at one point – they were like 7-15. and 15. Like they won seven of their final eight games to even get there. I don't understand, I don't understand that with the, the roster they have. But this guy I think is a fantastic addition. I think he fits really well and can do a lot of things. Like how many positions can this guy guard? He's got really quick feet. You talk about positionless basketball. I think he could be a good three-point shooter. I think he could be a three – I mean, he's 17 and in, okay? But he's got a nice stroke. And one thing that was – confusing to me was why was his free throw percentage at like 52 percent well earlier in the year he was like 30 percent and picked it back up you know the second half and he was like 64 percent I think he can be a lot better he's got a smooth stroke you know usually you see big men that can't shoot the ball well like at the free throw line and they're like almost like trying to balance the ball and just like it, it looks awkward it doesn't sync up the wrist and the elbow and stuff this guy's got a really smooth stroke I mean, he can shoot the ball. And you can see that in some of the other stuff he does. Um, you know, he can back you down. Uh, he can do a lot of stuff. I'm really intrigued by this guy. And uh, plus, when you, you know, you throw him in uh, with the Mitchell twins from Rhode Island, uh, you know, those are guys I think will give you good minutes. I, I don't think that – I don't think that either of those guys are like come in and and just start right out of the gate. But uh, a guy, you know, a couple guys that can give you some good minutes and also make you a bigger team, make it where it's like you're not freaking out every time Jalen Williams, if Jalen comes back, every time he gets two fouls in the first half, you know, because you don't have really anybody else. I mean, you got you know guys like Kamani and stuff who who can help, but Kamani doesn't have like a the offensive game that some of these guys do. And also, you know, with these twins, I've seen people like kind of scratching their head on it. Like Arkansas can't just bring in a bunch of guys demanding the ball. Right. They've got Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh coming in, you know, Jalen will hopefully be back for Arkansas. So you got all these guys coming in. You can't just have guys that are like wanting to score 15 points a game, you know. So Really nice transfer class for Arkansas overall. Uh, there was an article also about, uh, you know, just obviously Arkansas has got the number one transfer class, but uh, just about what everybody needs moving forward. And it's like don't be surprised to see if Arkansas, you know, tries to go out and find maybe an experienced guard also. I think that's possible. I think they add one more. I, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a wing or something like that. But, heck, I think this guy could be a wing, you know, just depending on how the lineup shakes out because he can guard anybody out there. 
I think, again, I think he can develop a three-point shot if that was something he was focused at. And he and he's knocked down a couple, but he doesn't shoot very many. So, you know, just to kind of revamp what I'm saying here about Arkansas, I just, you know, baseball's six right now. They just dropped – they lost their first series in 13, 13 straight series in the SEC or overall. I can't remember what it was. But 13 straight series that they have won, and now they drop one – they lost, what, 1-2 to Florida, and they're 6 nationally. They were 2, so they dropped from 2 to 6, okay? So that's baseball, where and their recruiting class is 5 right now in the entire country. So 6 overall nationally, number 5 recruiting class. And then you switch over to basketball. Basketball has the number 2 ranked recruiting class in the country, the number 1 ranked transfer class in the country, and the preseason number 1 ranked team in the country. Yeah, I know. That's that's. I can't even believe that just came out of my mouth. I mean, if that doesn't make you smile, I don't know what will. So basketball, really intriguing right now. And then let's look at football. Football was, oh, in Arkansas basketball, also in the um, in the coaches poll, they finished eighth uh, in the nation. So moved up like ten spots in the final poll. And then you you look at football. Football finished twenty first last year. They have the number three ranked recruiting class in the country, a tremendous transfer class coming in. And this is the number three class, not for the one right now, but the one looking ahead to next year. They're about to start the evaluation period coming up in a little bit. And preseason, I've seen them as high as sixth. I've seen them eighth. I've seen them in a lot of top ten lists preseason. And I think that they can get there. And I, I, I'm on record now, uh, you know, 24-7 had an article came out recently like predicting how many wins for each SEC team and had Arkansas at seventh. I don't see that. I see, I think, possible 10 regular season. I think it's possible. Now, they may have a couple of things you want to see them shore up. Got to get the left tackle spot figured out. Maybe bring in a defensive tackle, an interior guy. But aside from that, I see a team that is – looking really good and I, I love what they look like this spring I feel like they're just you know haven't missed a beat I love the attitude the culture I think other people are seeing that Josh Pate had some really good takes this week also on Arkansas just on Arkansas football just where where things are kind of headed how things look the culture the things we talk about a lot here that maybe people nationally don't know about yet we had a first chance to talk to Barry Odom and Kendall Browse since August? Yeah, since August. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's both of these guys, Browse, Odom, uh, you know, Scott Fountain too. He's, he's a coordinator too. But Odom and Browse, as Pate was pointing out, for an offensive and defensive coordinator, they make, for, make Arkansas one of eight teams in Power 5 football out of, what, 65 teams, one of eight teams with coordinators that are returning for their third year. And these aren't guys that are just like, you know, can't find another job. Both these guys were courted in the offseason. Barry Odom gets courted every year, whether it's, uh, you know, a G5 head coaching job or uh, a Power 5 coordinator job. You know, programs you would say are like, you know, very well thought of and as stated, Arkansas. Uh, Browse had an opportunity to go to Miami this past season as offensive coordinator and and chose to stay at Arkansas. And I thought this was interesting from Browse just talking about you know, this is the first time he's been a, he's been a coordinator. This will be his seventh year, I think, as being a coordinator, an offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. This will be the first year that he's had a returning quarterback starting 
his first time ever. And a lot of that is because he's, he moved around so much. Um, but, you know, you got KJ coming back. This is the first time it's ever happened. So I think that's really cool uh, when you think about it. Uh, but to have that continuity with those guys coming back, I think is really, really big for, for the program and special teams too, not just those two guys. Uh, but both of them have, you know, just talked about how much they love working under Sam Pittman. And why wouldn't you? Um, you know, the kids that they have coming back, how they work in the area of Northwest Arkansas, which not a lot of people, especially if you haven't been here, you hear people critique stuff. Like I remember like looking at the Maryland board when they were just like, you know, well, let's go get Eric Musselman, be our basketball coach. That should be pretty easy. Arkansas sucks. You know, you've never been here. You can tell me you'd rather live in D.C. than – Northwest Arkansas, I wouldn't. I've been, I've been to DC. I've been to a lot of places, but Northwest Arkansas. When you're talking about like, you know, you're in your 40s, you got kids, wife. There's not many better places to live than this area up here. The air is clean, the water's drinkable. I mean, it's it's beautiful up here. And with the university, the impact of Walmart and Tyson, J.B. Hunt, and all these big companies, uh, there's just a lot going on. Anybody who's been to Fayetteville knows that. Anybody who's been here knows that. It's a good place to be. And Arkansas is making the most of it right now. They're really capitalizing in so many areas. Uh, some good recent articles. We've got to talk to Jaden Hazelwood for the first time. And Hazelwood basically knew he was coming to Arkansas before he ever made his visit here. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that impacted that. The chance to play in the SEC, uh, Sam Pittman, uh, Jimmy Smith being his head coach, K.J. Jefferson returning at quarterback, you know, the success that Traylon Burks had. Those are all reasons that he saw Arkansas as a destination place for him. Not a backup option, as Josh Pate put it, but a destination. Same with Drew Sanders explained why he picked, uh, picked Arkansas. Wanted also the opportunity to maybe play more of a an inside linebacker position, a little bit different uh, structure with defense. But all those articles are on Hog Sports. You've had some action in the transfer portal since we last spoke. Obviously, Lucas Coley has entered the transfer portal. Um, redshirt freshman quarterback, a guy that I thought had some promise at Arkansas. So, uh, he's in the portal. Not sure why exactly, but he has entered the portal, I think, after seven spring practices. They're in nine practices now after Saturday's practice. This will be the last week. But you had Coley enter the portal. Uh, you had Soli enter the portal, Matteo Soli. Soli was – I mean, Soli was working with the third group, and that's without Jordan Dominic and uh, Landon Jackson, who's been sidelined with a knee. I mean, those guys are going to come back eventually, and that kind of looks more like fourth team. So, um, I can understand, you know – I can understand that. You're a senior. You want to find somewhere you can play, I guess. So, But Arkansas had a couple of guys. Uh, also, Kevin Compton, who's a walk-on D-back, has entered the portal since then. So Arkansas had a little bit of action with players leaving, entering the portal. But uh, they're at nine practices now. They get 15 total, so they're at nine. So this week is, a, is a, an, an interesting week, I should say, because you have practice Tuesday – practice Thursday, and then you have the open practice on Saturday that's open to everybody. So it's not the red-white game. They're calling it like the spring showcase. So it's not a red-white game. They are going to scrimmage. They're going to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're not going to have like – it's not going to be like a game. It's not going to be like a mock game or something or like a red-white game normally would. It would be like situational type stuff, you know, running a practice. So it will be a little bit different than what we're used to seeing. And, you know, part of that is – changing things around to get fans in the stadium to watch them do this stuff because Garth Brooks is the next week. 
on the 23rd, I think. So you've got Garth Brooks concert, and that's going to take, I guess, a week to set up all that stuff. So, um, And actually, so that'll mark the 12th practice on the 16th, the open practice that'll mark the 12th practice. They get three more, but it's all going to be, as far as media or fans or anything like that, that's just going to be kind of closed. It's not. We're not going to have any access to practice or access after practice or any of that stuff. They're just going to have three more practices. Maybe it's an opportunity for them to incorporate some stuff that maybe we're not as familiar with. You know, one reason that all the spring practices have been open, all but one, the first scrimmage, have been open to the media. So we've had eight opportunities to watch practice. I've, I've seen them all. And that's, uh, you know, they, I guess, work on stuff that maybe we've already seen at this point. And then these last three, hey, we got a few new things. And the, and the good thing about it, they've got so much experience returning that, um, you know, it shouldn't be that hard to implement new stuff right now. I think it's interesting they've spent a lot of time on special teams. Now, how's that left tackle position going to go? You've got Brady Latham working at left tackle. Uh, some Luke Jones working at guard. Uh, Luke Jones and uh, Andrew Chambly have been working at left tackle. But that's an interesting position, you know, like right up there with like who's the starting main go-to guy wide receiver. Jaden Hazelwood, Keetron Jackson's done some good things. Keetron has looked really good this spring. You know, who's going to be the guy there? Is it going to be a couple of guys? Who's going to be your starting left tackle? How are things shaking out on the interior defensive line? They like what they've seen from Isaiah Nichols and Cam Ball coming on, Torian Carter having another good spring. But those are some key areas, I think, that we have to kind of look at and say, you know, how's this going to shake out? All right. I want to get to Danny West now, running a little bit behind. Computer was acting crazy for some reason. But I'm going to get to Danny. We're going to talk a little bit about Razorback recruiting. They had some visitors up this weekend. For any of you who don't follow Danny, you can follow him at DannyWest247 on Twitter. He's been with us for, I don't know, probably a dozen years or so covering Razorback recruiting. Danny, how you doing, man? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, dude? Doing oh. pretty good. Got a, got a little bit of work going on today, getting ready for a big weekend recruiting. Big weekend coming up for recruiting, obviously. We, we, we just talked about uh, the uh, – spring showcase on on april 16th before we get to that i wanted to talk to you a little bit about this past weekend uh for recruiting uh, i know there were some obviously some visitors Keldon ryan was one in 2025 quarterback had some other guys as well just just kind of update us on on where things have been this past week yeah this past week uh pretty busy i would say you know it started off with a bang uh bo hewley 2023 offensive lineman out of Fairburn, Georgia, Langston Hughes High School. He's number 64 in the country overall. He's committed to Georgia. They got him here for a visit that was uh, pretty much off the radar until after the fact. And uh, you know, that's that's one way to start a week, get one of the top 100 players on campus. And then to close it out by the end of the week, you got a visit from Miles McVay, another big-time offensive line recruit in the 23 class out of East St. Louis. So, uh, you had some other guys sprinkled in there. You mentioned uh, 
uh, Ryan, Keldon Ryan, 2025 quarterback out of Keller, Texas. He's got some nice offers already. Arkansas, Baylor, Pitt, Cal, I think Jackson State, which, by the way, Trey, i got to mention this. You wouldn't believe how many kids hit me up and say, hey, can you add my Jackson State offer? to my profile that I just right? think that's that's a pretty cool deal uh, what coach prime's been able to do those kids are proud of that offer and i i always enjoy adding one to a profile so just wanted to make note of that but uh jeremiah hughes is a kid from las vegas uh cornerback 2023 just talked to him last night this kid was originally born in pine bluff originally still has a ton of family here across the natural state and he was back in on saturday for another visit he came to camp last year i I remember talking to him then really good kid uh he says arkansas still going to be in the mix for him going forward but several several options there for him a lot of pac-12 flavor as you might expect out west but i think arkansas could be a dark horse to keep an eye on here with uh jeremiah hughes so danny looking ahead now Big visit weekend coming up. Just, uh, I guess, tell us what to expect this weekend. A lot of stars, uh, a lot of big-time players, of course. Everybody wants to talk about the five-star. Obviously, Jaden Rashada, Mm five-star quarterback, uh, coming out from Pittsburgh, California. As far as I know, his teammate's still going to be with him. That's uh, Rashid Williams, four-star wide receiver. Uh, Several more, uh, in fact, we want to talk about offensive linemen. They've got, it seems like every other week, Trey, they're bringing in one or two big-time offensive linemen, right? And that's that's going to be the case again this week. You've got Bison Lane out of Pike Road, Alabama. He's coming back, a big kid, 6'5", 3'30". He was mm-hmm. here in January. This will be his second trip. Connor Stroh out of Frisco. Uh, Luke Brown, a four-star out of Tennessee, Paris, Tennessee. All three of these guys making their second trip back here. So there's a couple there with Connor and, and Luke Brown. Uh, I might be keeping my my uh, head on a swivel this week. I'll put it that way. Danny West joining us again. You can follow Danny at Danny West 247 on Twitter. Been with us for like a dozen years or more, Danny. I, I don't even know. You've been with us yeah, forever, about, it about seems. About 12 years. About 12 think, years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and does a great job. If you want to follow Danny's recruiting stuff, it's uh, mostly VIP, so you will need that uh, VIP subscription. Again, you can sign up for one month for just $1 right now and test things out. It's a big visit weekend, so if you want to keep up to date on all the things happening, uh, then go ahead and do it. All right, uh, Danny, we keep talking about Arkansas's recruiting class. It's number three nationally, and, you know, hey, they're not going to end up number three, but, uh, you know, they hadn't been there before. And we've been saying this for a couple months now, it feels like. I mean, they've been number three for a long, long time. Long time. Uh, admittedly, longer than I anticipated, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's a, a result of Arkansas doing, uh, you know, much better than they had been to start the year or other teams just haven't started firing off commitments yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure that's coming. Uh, so take nothing away from other teams. They're probably going to pass Arkansas at some point. I still believe that. But you're right, man, to be almost in the middle of April and still see Arkansas at number three. And we talk about a couple of kids coming in this week. Now, I'm not saying they're going to get these, these guys, but if you did – I mean, I'm sitting here punching the numbers now, and, you know, you could move up to two instead of falling back a little bit. So, 
you know, it's interesting to me to, to see how long it has gone on, but hey, more power to them, man. They're getting in on the right guys. I know some of these names we keep talking about, and I think this is a good thing, that uh, we're probably going to be talking about these guys for several more months. I'm not sure a ton of guys on the board right now are really mm-hmm. close to making a, a pick. Yeah. And I think that's good because typically, I mean, uh, you know, historically, most of your big-time guys take a little more time. So mm-hmm. that tells you right there that you're in on the right guys and you're in the ball game for them. Yeah, I think you'd like to get a quarterback on board. Obviously, we talked about uh, Malachi Singleton as a, as a really high target. Rashada, you mentioned coming in this weekend. But um, you'd like to get a quarterback. So- Sorry, Danny. Cedric Baxter, too. I, I yeah. skipped right over Sed Baxter uh, Jr. Sorry to cut you off. But, mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, he's he's the number 46 player in the country, a running back, 6'1", 215 out of Edgewater in Orlando. Uh, it's his second trip here. Yeah. Kids made that trip twice. He flew to Dallas to see him play A&M. That just blows me away that they're even, you know, this close. I'm not saying they're going to get him, but second trip all the way from Orlando. Hey, that's something Go we ahead, that's something we always watch. Uh, but, um, you know, just to kind of put things in perspective, you know, Arkansas has 10 commitments right now. So they're able to, hey, let's let's take some pause here. Let's let's see what happens. And, you know, they have 10 commitments for Arkansas. That means they have 10 commitments. Like the, right. the way we've seen under Pittman, guys don't decommit. The only guys that have decommitted were Landon Rogers, who recommitted like a week later. <laughs> and uh, – Oh, the uh, I don't know if you you, you would count uh, Miles Rouser because Rouser, he yeah. he didn't he wasn't able to enroll like sure. so um, yeah really I mean when you think about it there hasn't really been anybody that's you know wanted to come here and committed that you know didn't end up and was able to come here uh, but just yeah. just to your point you know about schools eventually going to pass Arkansas, you know, in recruiting schools that have typically done that. Texas right now only has three commitments. Texas A&M only has four commitments. They're 22 and 23. Uh, Alabama is ranked 30th nationally with just two commitments. So, Saban's got to pick it up. Yeah, he's got to pick it up. What's he doing? What's he doing down there? (laughs) Exactly. So there are some other schools, but it's, it's a great indicator. You know, we always talk about how can Arkansas get to a top 15 recruiting class? And because they haven't, the highest they've been is what, like 18th or something? 18th, yeah. 2004. That's 2004. Right. So that's the highest that they've been. So how can they get to that next stage of being like a top 15? And then, hey, maybe we'll talk about how can they get to that next stage of being right. a top 10 one day? Yep. Yeah, it's a good question. It's something, you know, I seem to get asked about a lot. But, man, you know, the one thing that's kind of been missing a little bit has been defensive linemen. Oh, you know, yeah. I, uh, over the past few few years. Especially those anyway. interior guys. The interior guys. I just feel like, I mean, you gotta, you're got you off to a good start. you got Caleb James out of Texas. you got a four-star right here in, in the home state, Quincy Rhodes, that takes care of that, that streak that had to end of four stars not coming to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So they've got that out of the way. Now, can you go pull a surprise somewhere, you know, a Caden McDonald, that type of guy? Until they do that, you know, I think we're still going to be having the same conversations, uh, you know, in terms of sacks and TFLs and all mm-hmm. these things. But slowly but surely, I do think they're they're starting to attract uh, a higher caliber on the defensive line. They've been doing it everywhere else, to be honest. But the defensive line needed an improvement, and I – I got to tell you, I think Deke Adams is in on some really good ones, getting a lot of positive feedback from some of these guys. So maybe maybe they're starting to turn the corner there. But to answer your question, that's the one, I wouldn't call it a 
concern. You know, I'm not going to put it in that category, but the mm. one position group that, that makes you go, man, if they just had that, could be a top 15, you know. So yeah. maybe that'll shake out for them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just to, you know, I've been watching Deke Adams a lot in practice just to see what kind of style he has. He's a he's very intense. He, he like, really gets after him. I, and I saw him Good. with a player, uh, I think – Tuesday, Tuesday's practice, just kind of tearing into him because, you know, he didn't, there's a simple thing that he's got to do. He's like, if I can't trust you, you know, to do this, I can't put you out there and just, you know, just letting him know about it. And then, and then, but he followed up with it, Danny, he followed up with it. He said, you've made too much damn progress this spring. You've made too much progress to be doing something like that. You know, you've been, you know, like building back up but exactly exactly like when i hear a coach when i hear a coach say something like um you're too good a player to be doing that you know that's that's the kind of coaching that i think i think works and i think resonates with the kids i'm with you on that i wish my boss felt the same way he'll just tear you down boy he'll talk bad to you oh it's so awful positive reinforcement at all so awful working for me yeah i know no that's good to hear about (laughs) about coach though because i you know i see it from a, a recruiting lens that's pretty much my tunnel i look through so mm-hmm. it's good to hear the on field aspect is is what you would hope to yep all right danny appreciate you joining us man you bet man all right appreciate everybody you. that's danny west again follow danny at danny west 247 just does a great job covering razorback recruiting all right we're going to go over to keith grayson now for those of you who don't follow keith I don't know if that Twitter handle's accurate anymore, actually. Keith may not be on Twitter anymore, uh, but I, he does have the 4th and 25 fun. So we're going to get to Keith here, if I can find him. Give me a second here. Where you at, Keith? Uh, where you at? There we go. All right, here we go. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> how you doing keith hey keith i was i was about to tell everybody how to uh to follow you on twitter but i think you're off twitter right okay so like i i didn't know i didn't really think it was that big of a deal mm-hmm. like all i said during a game was at sec at, at sec officiating I'm going to throat punch you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not a person. Like, I wasn't directing it at – it was a Twitter account. That's not real. Like, right. The internet is not you real. Can't, so you can't like, necessarily throat punch an entity. Yeah, I wasn't – I was mad at the entire process, mm-hmm. right? I'm, like, punching air. And yep. I got I got uh, permanently suspended. I mean, like, I, I appealed it, like, three or four times. So uh, I'm on Twitter just to follow people – um, in, in the coaching realm mm-hmm. and I have like five followers now I had like 2200 and then they just set it on fire <laughs> <laughs> well I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, your your fourth and 25 fund that you've you've been set and you've been set up you got a lot of a lot of news lately with that just uh, you got your 501c3 um, so you're a, a officially a charitable organization 
Yeah, I'm a really good guy, Trey. I know you mm-hmm. always lead with my negativity or like some sort of negative action that's been bestowed onto me, like being right. banned from Twitter or being banned from the Alumni Association yep. in Arkansas. So thank you for that. So hopefully we can turn <laughs> the tide a little bit on this good that we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, trying to get, trying to turn turn a new page, I guess, or make a new chapter. So. Yeah, um, all, all kidding aside, and, and everybody listening to this, I, Trey and I have a banter that goes back and forth, so um, I think we both try to knock each other down a peg all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but the 4th and 25 fund is officially uh, 501c3 approved, which is way, happened way faster than I thought. Um, apparently, you can get that done. Um, that process expedited down from nine months to way sooner if you – have a reason you know we were waiting on some money that was going to come in from um some affluent people and um the irs gave us that status the approval status and then in turn we also got approved to solicit donations within the state of arkansas by the arkansas secretary of state as a recognized charity as well so we are up and going um we're adding a, a board member to the board of directors that um this week by, we just voted her in, and she is um, with the Department of Treasury as a bank auditor. Mm-hmm. So she will be our treasurer. So, um, yeah, re- really excited about getting that out there. If you want to find out more, um, go to 425fund.org and uh, learn about what we're, what we're about. We're, we're working with a project in the River Valley um, to – update some of the community services there and let's hear uh, let's hear real quick though keith what's the mission statement what are you guys trying to do for those who are hearing about this for the first time so ultimately it's it's arkansans helping arkansas i mean that's the that's the overall message is what we're trying to do is we we raise donations for specific community projects or to help individuals or families um and and those projects are designated with a student athlete um, and we raise money on a grassroots level mm-hmm. in order to make a charitable donation to a large group or a group of families or people in need. And those services are delivered by a student athlete at the university of Arkansas um, who gets a little bit of NIL money for to help market the cause that we're raising money for. Um, and people will start to see more very, I know that's a broad thing. I've, I've kept mm. it broad because we're going to narrow the focus as we start promoting each charitable event that we're trying to raise money for. Mm-hmm. So right now it's a broad message, but as you see, we started, as we start announcing things and what we're working towards, then we can narrow the focus and say, Hey, we're doing this specifically with this group of people and the, the person that's helped promote this. Um, as a student athlete at the University of Arkansas. So um, all of the board members are volunteer pay based. Um, no money is coming, no money is uh, allocated towards anything other than marketing. Um, so about 25 to 20% of your um, donation will go towards um, marketing, which in social media promotion, um, which will be paid to a student athletes marketing services mm-hmm. for that. So, and then 75 to 80% will go to the charity. Yeah. Good deal. And I think you're wise to keep it broad right now because this is new territory for all of us. I mean, we don't, we don't know what works and what, what's the best way to go about, uh, you know, all this stuff. So like what, it, like a year, let's say a year from now, 
where do, what are, what are we going to be looking at with fourth and twenty five fund? What's going to yeah? What's going to have happened? What's what's going to be on the on the docket? So a year from now, our goal is to have a student athlete represented in every sport on campus. There's 400 scholarship athletes on campus, and I think they're you know the starting quarterback is being matched in his effort in school and in the weight room and and with all the work that goes into that by someone that's you know one of the third string swimmers on the swim team you know everybody's all the student athletes at the um, university are all putting in the same amount of effort and work so i think we want to recognize all those people Mm -hmm. um and we're not just going to be relegated to stars in one sport or focused on anything we want to spread this because it's a community outreach and we want the community at the university of arkansas to be involved as well um so one thing one big thing that we're working on is um joe nichols is highly involved with this and he's gonna um we're working with a charity concert with him and trying to convince other country singers uh, that are arkansas fans to Mm -hmm. be involved as well and so i think that's one thing that we're um, we've already met about to kind of put together. I don't know if we're going to be able to get something like that done by football season, but there's tons of great venues in Northwest Arkansas to hold something like that and raise money for um, something. And we'll have a cause to link to that. I mean, we're 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 going to be very ambitious in what we're trying to do and and to help people in need in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Keith Grayson joining us again. Uh, Keith, I want to change gears with you a little bit. You went to you came to the Texas game last year. Uh, you snuck in technically, I guess. Um, I had tickets. I've, I've seen the tickets. You had, you I, had, I couldn't download my tickets. You had tickets, but your t- your the internet wasn't working, so you just had to sneak in, I guess. But um, what what are the games to come to this year? What what, what do you come what what events are you going to make it to this year? Because there's there's some well, interesting games. Well, my my schedule got a little cramped. Um, yeah, they did. So uh, I, I've actually just been announced as a defensive coordinator at North Canyon High School, which is a 5A program in uh, Phoenix. And mm-hmm. so my football season is going to overlap with the Razorbacks. And so I still have my season tickets, so maybe we can give some out on the show, put them to some good use. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, the Cincinnati game, I mean, we want to see where the barometer is at, right? right. I, mean, I think we're going to be so dynamic on offense the question mark and it's not even a question mark but Bryles catches heat for some reason and Odom evades it not that anybody on the staff should catch heat that's not my point but I think the defense not to put any more pressure on coach Odom that there already is but the defense is the difference this year and what you're saying is a 10 win season mm-hmm. and just being kind of an above average season or a championship level season so I want to see what the defense looks like against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to that Provo game against BYU. I think I'm going to be able to make that. I think I have a bye week that week. Oh, that's um, good. But, I mean, pick your – the schedule at home is incredible. So, this we get that every other year thing. So, this is the year – if you don't have season tickets, this is the year to get season tickets yeah. because you got everybody coming to town that's anybody. This is the year. I mean, this is the good year. It's always the, uh, the even-numbered years that are the, the good home schedules. If we beat Bama, we don't storm the field because we're going to expect to beat Bama, right? Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll allow it for a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine if they beat Bama this year. So um, yeah, so yeah, Provo. Arkansas fan, as an Arkansas fan, 
I don't even know. I mean, I hear you're t- leading into all this and the conversation today and for the past couple of months with every program that we have on campus. I'm not used to being a front runner. Like mm-hmm. I, being from Arkansas in itself means you're an underdog. Yeah. So, and I kind of wear that on my chest a little bit. And so now that the everybody is doing so well across the board at the at the university, like I don't even know how to handle going in with a potential top ten football team and all that. I see that we're, some people have us ranked numbers as high as number six. We got number one preseason in basketball. You know, I saw I, I went to the Duke game in San Francisco, and Hunter Yurichek was coming down the escalator. And I just, I, I, he kind of like was like, "Hello," and I just said, "I love you." <laughs> I, he, he had no idea how to take that, <laughs> and so and he just kind of walked off. He thought it was very weird, but I do. I mean, I think everybody does, right? Yeah. He's the most beloved person in Arkansas right now. Yeah. And I told him, I, I saw him again. I said, "You know, don't. You can say it back. You know, like I love you." <laughs> You know, it could be one of the great all-time sports years in Arkansas. And this year has been fun, obviously, with basketball making another Elite Eight, football team winning nine games. Uh, baseball has, you know, been number two. They're number six right now in D1 baseball. But you look ahead to next year, you know, football maybe an outside chance to compete for a Western Division title. Um, you know, you, I don't know that you would say they're like a favorite or anything like that. But, hey, maybe they got a shot at it. I definitely think 10 wins is, is in their future as a possibility. And then basketball, maybe the favorite to win the national freaking championship. And then baseball is right there every year as a candidate to win the national championship. I mean, it could be just an amazing, amazing 2022. 2011, you know, going in with when when Coach Petrino was here, and um, it was just at an all time high, and I just remember like it, everything was like right in the world, and then everything fell off, and you're looking around saying, "Are we ever going to get there? Is is it?" You know, and I remember I would call in and talk to you and be like, "I'm 35 years old at the time, or well, 30 or whatever it was," and. I didn't think I was going to be in my lifetime seeing national title in one of the big three sports. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, how many are we going to get? We got to get one. I mean, we got to, we got to strike while the iron's hot. So, um, and, and quit talking about it and actually get, get a ring and something, but it's we're this thing is everything happens in stages and we're at one of those landmarks, you know, in every, in all these sports to the next step in the mm-hmm. stage in the progression of the sport is to win the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, there was 2011, I believe that was the start of Anderson, uh, Mike Anderson at Arkansas, and there was a lot of excitement with him and, um, you know, all that stuff. All right, Keith, anything else you want to add before we cut you loose? No, just we need to we need to figure out a new intro for me other than uh, bashing all my exploits from 10 years ago. I'll take that into consideration. I'm a doer. You said I was a doer. So okay, I'll keep that in mind I, next time. I get I get stuff done, but speaking of which, some of us have to work for a living. So I'm sitting out out with a dump trailer full of uh, three kitchens uh, that have been demoed, and I got to go to the landfill now. So <laughs> all right, all right, appreciate you, Keith. I'll watch you later. All right, later. All right, everybody, Keith Grayson, a doer, as they say, get stuff done. Not just a rowdy Razorback fan, but a guy that uh, that gets stuff done. And his latest project, obviously, the 4th and 25 fund, going to be a defensive coordinator and uh, going to be a father here soon. Also, just recently got married as well. So, um, Keith Grayson, appreciate him joining us. He always provides unique fan perspective. 
All right, we're going to get to some questions now. We didn't do that last time, but I said I was going to get to them even though we went a little bit long, so we're going to get to the questions. Questions and comments. Richard Kaiser says, any chance on getting OL from Georgia that hit the portal? I mean, I think it's something you got to consider. Now, Pittman has said they have three spots. I've got him at two spots left. I don't know if he was not including Jordan Dominic in that, but he said he wanted to add a couple of defensive linemen and a wide receiver. So, I don't know. It'd be, it, it, there's also, you know, you also mentioned, you know, there's if there's a guy in there, you can't pass up at a certain position. So, there's a couple of offensive linemen from Georgia that were like former five-star recruits that have recently entered the portal. We're about to hit another stage of the portal, okay? We had the, you know, Christmas time uh, portal, you know, start of the year portal, and then it just goes completely quiet because school starts up and nobody's jumping in the portal. And then you have spring football, and then, you know, people are jumping off, as we see at Arkansas, jumping out of the into the portal. Uh, people, right when right when the semester ends, you know, right when spring football ends, you'll see a lot more people both at Arkansas and at other schools jumping in the portal. So it'll be, a, it'll be another busy time, another little surge there. Um, Carl Malinger says, Malinger, I hope I said that right. What about the track program? It's evidently your opinion about Arkansas sports. It's evidently your opinion about Arkansas sports. I mean, the track program is, I was just kind of talking about the money sports track doesn't track actually costs money to, to have, but, uh, you know, football, basketball, baseball, you know, bring money in. So those are kind of the three big, but, uh, yeah, track's been there. I mean, it's not as dominant as it was when it was winning 42 national championships, but it's still there. Appreciate all the love from everybody saying they love the show also. I have several comments saying that. Richard Kaiser says, I believe just one hit the portal. He was a five-star. Any portal news for DL help? I think that will be coming, Clint. Clint Stacy Patterson. Isaac Riley says, proud to be a Hog fan, born and raised. We pick Suey. Landon Montgomery says, KJ is your sleeper for Heisman this year. Also, Arkansas beats Bama October 1st. Be there. Uh, I will be there. I'll be there for all the games, I hope. And um, – yeah, I've seen KJ mention a little bit as a possible Heisman candidate. He's got to get, he's got to get that go-to wide receiver. I mean, I think we saw in the Outback Bowl. Now, Penn State couldn't stop him on the ground. It's one reason they ran so much. But you know, lacking Traylon Burks in that in that Outback Bowl. So, got to get uh, Jaden Hazelwood going and uh, Keytron Jackson. I believe those two guys. Warren Thompson too. Warren Thompson's done some good things. Appreciate everybody. Josh Smith, appreciate you saying that. Wes Warren says, uh, is there any other possibilities we're looking at to shore, to shore up in basketball? Well, I kind of think maybe a wing. I've heard people say a guard. But if nothing else happens, they don't add anybody else. And as long as Jalen Williams comes back, I don't have a problem with this roster at all. <laughs> now, they got to have some changes. I mean, there's they're going to be over, but they're going to lose a guy some point. Matt Bounce says, I can see nine, ten wins, but KJ has to remain healthy. He does. I mean, quarterback's obviously a bit of a concern right now. you got Cade Fortin and Malik Cornsby, and, you know, you'll have Cade uh, Renfro getting back healthy probably August, September, before he's really full speed ready to go. Tim Eskew says, being way too early top three or so in a bunch of lists is terrible for the victim's mentality clan. <laughs> Every week they complain – Another, another how media hates us, the NCAA hates us, the officials hate us, and how all three – well, they do all hate. They all hate Arkansas, Tim. You know that. Let's see. 
Antonio T. Dixon Sr. says great place to live. It really is. I mean, I remember when I left here after college, and then I was like, how do I get back? I've been back here since 2005, I think. First came up here in 1996 for college. Maybe a little, maybe 2004. It's been, I've lived in Fayetteville more than I have anywhere else. Mm, let's see. Landon Montgomery says Arkansas wins the Natty in baseball, football, or basketball in the, or in the upcoming season. Book it. All the road wins were meaningful, Tim. Road wins aren't easy to get. Keith asked Elon Musk to reinstate you. Jonathan Parker says, will Hunt make an impact at running back this year or will freshman take a spot this year? Uh, based on what I've seen so far, I would say you're probably looking at your first guy is um, Rocket Sanders and Dominic Johnson. Those guys will probably be a pretty even split. And then, you know, A.J. Green and Rashad DeBinion is a guy that they really like. So um, I might put those – Four, I might say those are the top four backs. And you got to have three healthy backs at all time, I think. So, all right, everybody. Looks like I've caught up to your questions. I want to thank Danny West. Thank Keith Grayson for joining us. Well, we got one more. Travis Ulmer says, love the show, Trey. Thank you. Always look forward to your takes on our sports. I appreciate that, Travis. I really, really enjoy doing this show. I had a chance to speak to uh, students at the uh, at the recent event at the at the university. Uh, I did the keynote deal, and uh, it was it was good to talk to the students. I I talked about more than like that. You know, the whole topic is like what it, you know what's it like to you know run a sports business and all the stuff that I have to do and what they can expect and all that stuff. I threw in some other stuff like you know investing, invest your money in the stock market, <laughs> some other tips of the trade, uh, things to do. Anyway, it was a good event. I appreciate uh, appreciate Ricky Thine and. Um, Ty Richardson for putting that event on. It was it was cool to be a part of. Anyway, appreciate that too, Travis. Appreciate everybody. Everybody's got a lot of love in these comments today. I mean, I don't I don't need it, but I appreciate it. It's, it's good feedback. You know, love to see what uh, what people think of the show we're doing. All right, everybody. Appreciate you for joining me. Appreciate Danny West. If you haven't signed up at Hogsports, it's one dollar right now for your first month. If you ever wonder how you can support the show. That's a great way to support it. Sign up for a dollar. Check us out. That's kind of how I always tell people. That's how we. That's kind of how we get you. We get you on the hook that way because it's hard to get people through the door, but once we get them through there, um, they stick around, enjoy the content. All right, everybody. We'll be back with you guys probably next week. We'll see. We might do something. I know I say that all the time. It just depends. I've got tax stuff. All you should see my office right now. There is stuff all over the floor, so I've got to get these taxes done. Um, I told my accountant I would have it to him today, but may not happen so we're gonna get that done and then uh focus on some other things so thanks for joining me this has been trey biddy with hogsports.com and we'll catch you next time 